Hey yo, what's good? It's your boy Wings on 24 Karat Kev. Hello. Hey, you're tapped into the Take Fly podcast. Today, I wish I could say he has the hardest mullet in the game, but it's gone. We got Kid <laughs> Kirby gone, in the building, bro. What's Woo! happening, my brother? Kid Kirby in the building. Welcome, bro. Welcome. Good to see you out here today. Thank you. Uh, look, man, we searched through the internet. We try to find some information. We've got a whole lot of questions for you, yep. but none from past interviews, all right? You've you done the fortnightly report. Yeah, yeah, Obviously, yeah, yeah. shout out Fort, OGs. Yeah, shout out to my brother. But you haven't done any interviews, bro. You've been around for a minute. Is I know, there, I know. I've been from the cunts. You have. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, again, we appreciate you coming through, man. No, we appreciate this no whole worries, interview bro. is an exclusive in itself no right worries, now. Bro, no worries. Is there a reason why you haven't hopped on or you know? Like, there's there's a few reasons. At the like at that time too, I was only young. Mm-hmm. So like my story was still happening. You know how you see a lot of people were older than me at that time. Like, even like the boys I was around, like four, TKO. Like, they all had, like, 10, 10 years on me, you know what I mean? For sure. So, like, when I tell my story, I want to be able to tell it properly. Bro. Like, you get what I'm saying? Like, mm. can I say I, I, I want to be able to tell it, like, not just, like, tell little bits of it and then have all these little bits over the years. Like, I want to tell the proper story. But I appreciate that so much because being Take Flight, having this podcast, now we get a lot of people who want to jump on yeah. and talk. But that's the thing, being able to look back and talk about years of knowledge, of years of yeah. shit you've been through is better than anything, man. Nah, years of anything. Bro, uh, again, I appreciate you coming here right now, nah, man. No worries, um, All right. So since there isn't so much information out there, yeah, yeah. can you run us through, I guess, right from the start, man? Whatever you want to talk about from right at the start. So let's start as a kid, anything you've gone through in life, anything you've done that you think stands out that you might want to chat about all the way up until, you know, it's kicked off the rap game, bro. Just kicked off. Like, bro, well, I got into rap. Yeah. Just being out in the area, probably around like 12, 13, bro. Like, there was boys in our area that were rapping. They used to be called the FTA boys. Mm. And, um, like, that was just getting around on your phones, this and that. Obviously, you used to get, like, songs from Enter, Schemo, this and that, hear all that, bro. And that used to get us wanting to rap, me and a few of my boys and shit. And, um... Like, that's where it would start. It just started with, like, Freeze, bro, out in the parks, getting drunk, fucking freeing, bro. Like... I feel like that's the typical Western yeah. Sydney rap <laughs> story, like, that's bro. Starts, like, that's West Sydney. And, like, bro, I was shit. Like, I wasn't good. It takes years of, like, practice, like... So, like, obviously, like, I'm, I'm freeing all the time, but, like, I had a love for it from real young, mm-hmm. bro. Because, like, from back when I was a kid, like, I've always listened to, like, Eminem, like, 50 Cent, like, this sure. and that, like... And I'd learn all those raps, like rap that. That's, I think that's what I've got flows to this day, bro. Because I could rap, even though I was shit at freestyling and doing my own shit, I was good at rapping their tracks. You Amen. know what I'm saying? So like, that helped me a lot, bro. Then I didn't start writing raps to probably about, I reckon, 14, 15, bro. And I started dropping them on Facebook. Oh, we got a we got a lot to go through with those ones, bro. Oh, we got a lot up. to bring up. Straight up. What about before the raps? What was a, a life like for like a young Kavid? Is there much that went down with you, bro? I just that like, I started like drinking and fucking mm-hmm. smoking pot and doing this and that pretty young, like mm-hmm. like around around eleven, twelve is when I started smoking, started drinking. Like I always thought I was older, but at that age too, bro, I looked older. Was it the people you hung around with as well? I was always around older people. Yeah, okay. So, like, from a real young age, I was around... Because around that age, bro, I looked like I was about 14, 15. True. So, all the people I was around... Like, I just felt like I was older, bro. Like, <laughs> it's hard to explain, but you had to know me back then, bro. Like, the people that I was around, too, they didn't treat me like I was a young cunt. Hectic. No one did, bro. 
Like I like I wasn't like one of those young cunts that the older boys would tell what to do and I'd go do it and that. Mm-hmm. Like no one could ever tell me what there to do. That's why even there. as I got older, you still see me with older boys. Of course. Like it's been like that my whole life, bro. And that's like I think that's too because I grew up around my cousins. Like my my cousins were all older than me mm-hmm. and. So growing up around them when I was younger, it sort of just made me feel older. True. Never really had, I didn't have any brothers, bro. I had sisters. So my cousins and that were like the brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I feel like I always like searched for like brothers because I didn't have them at home. You get what I'm saying? 100%. And then like, yeah, bro, like I just always, like I matured very quick as a kid. Mm Mm-hmm. Not matured, but like just looked mature. <laughs> yeah, hundred you know percent. Like, You're living an older person's life. Bro, 100% young ass. Yeah, that, young like, ass. I used to see other kinds, but when they were twelve and that, bro, they were still at home playing PlayStation and that. Like, <laughs> I hundred percent was dressed bro, up like, as like John Cena, jumping bro, off a lounge like, or something. Like, yeah. I hadn't even hit puberty in that yet. Like, bro, like, bro, I was already like getting with Elrigs and everything. Like, like, I was like. And, and like, you f- you'd hear people say that and think, think they're talking shit, but like, if they were like me, bro, like. Everyone that knows me from the area knows, like, that's, that's no shit. That's like, how it started. Yeah. yeah okay. And I was just, like, this young cunt that was fucking basically in the older kid's body. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> but you know <laughs> what, though? You say it. that, but you've, uh, you know, matured over the years. Yeah, 100%. I think you look young as hell right now. Yeah. So you've yeah. obviously... Oh, well, that's what happened, yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone that, like, I remember once I turned, like, 18, all the cunts, like, even 16, bro, all those people that were tiny compared to me, because yeah. I was... By the time I was 13, I was exactly the same height I am now. Okay. Yeah. So, like, how I Reverse. look... <laughs> literally, so by, by 13, bro, I'm, like, looking how I look now, basically. Yeah. So, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Literally, and then all those cunts that were, like, tiny little cunts, bro, around me at school and They're that. growing? Bro, by the time we hit 16, those cunts... Oh, 16, 18, you see them again, bro. The cunts are, like, six foot four and shit. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? And now you turn 20, whatever, and you're bro, still getting I'm asked still, for ID, bro. bro <laughs> like, I, still look, like, I still look the same. Like, that I always felt like I still look exactly the same as when I was fucking 14, 15. And bro, that, bro, I pray for that, man. So, I don't want to age a day now, older than now, man. But hopefully it stays like that, lads, <laughs> for mothers. But, yeah, nah. Like, but, yeah, that's... one. And then, like, with the rapping, bro, I was... Yeah. Once I started like putting shit on Facebook and that, that's I never like really seen the scene. Like it was just shit that you heard on phones. So 100%. like we weren't seeing stuff on like YouTube and that at the time. Yeah. And then um, when I first dropped on YouTube was because I seen Highest Man clip. Okay. Mm, yeah. So, the classic. Yeah, bro. One because I started getting around. I watched it, and like, bro, I was like. Fucking no, because no one, I used to say from like 12, 13, bro, I'd, I'd say to people like, you watch, like I'm going to get famous. Like even yeah. though I was shit, but <laughs> I just like, had this belief, bro. Like no yeah. one could tell me different. And I used to, and I, I got Eminem and Tupac on my arm, but they were like my two main people. I'd say, what, you think they started off good? Mm. Bro, no I'm one started off good. I go, no, I'm like, to learn a backflip, bro, you, mm. you're not just going to just get up one day and be able to backflip, bro. Yeah. 100%. You've got to fucking practice that shit. Yeah. I wish I and did that, wake up and be able to backflip, That's how I looked at it bro. from like a kid, bro. I was mm. like, I'm like, watch, like I'm getting, and I felt like I was getting better and better every day. And even though I sounded shit, like other people would tell me, I was like, to me, it still yeah. <laughs> sounded good yeah. at that time. 100%, so but that that's whole it. time, bro, like I always thought I was good, mm-hmm. no matter what level I was at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just mentioned that Curvy was was known in the area, so yeah. you're from Cranebrook. So yeah. tell us about what it was like growing up there. Not necessarily even the rap stuff, just just growing up there. And you mentioned you had sisters and stuff. What what was that kind of like? Cranebrook, bro. Cranebrook was just the same shit every weekend, bro. Just like getting drunk, fucking through the week, just meeting up at people's 
smoking. Mm. Like just your normal area shit, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, once, say, I didn't go to Cranbrook Choir till, I went to Cranbrook Choir when I was 12. Because that's the thing too, I started school early. So, you know, when you start school early, you're that in like year the year earlier before, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you're in the year older than what you are. Yeah, I was the young one. So oh, you were yeah. the older one. Nah, so oh, you I were the was, young one too. Yeah, young. Yeah, yeah. So okay. when I was in year seven, yep. I was, when I went into year seven, I was uh, 10 to, oh, 11 turning 12. Mm-hmm. And then going into year eight, I was 11 turning 12, 12 turning 13, I mean. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I went up to Cranebrook, bro. Then once I hit Cranebrook, lad, it was, fuck, like, I don't know. Every single day, I probably, I'd wag, go smoke kick back, spit freeze all day, like, that's what also got me better too, like, not, not telling any cunt to go fucking <laughs> wag, but like, but that's all I did every day, mm-hmm. so, like, but the thing was, bro, like, I'd wag, but I'd always end up going back to school. The same like, day? Da- same day, always, bro, oh, yeah. so I'd just be smashed to school. Oh, man. I know that's bad to talk about, lad, but if you knew me, you know, but yeah, because, bro, like, my dad was very, my dad was hard on me, bro, mm-hmm. my dad was hard on me, especially because the... But like my dad's family's like, like they've they've done it real hard too. They they're all pretty bad cunts. I lost like my I lost my uncle when I was about eight, bro. He had a heroin overdose. Lost my cousin when I was I think thirteen or four, no maybe fourteen, bro. He committed suicide because of drugs. Like everyone in my family has just spent most of their lives in jail. Like, so seeing all that, so then my dad wanted different for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and my dad hadn't been in jail since I was, well, since I was born, since he stopped going to jail when my, my older sister was born. So, like, he changed his life around to a certain point. <laughs> so that's where <laughs> the, the, the switch yeah, so started. So, like, my whole life, bro, I just, and from that, being young and seeing that shit too, bro, like, that I always knew not to take shit. Like, I always had, like, a plan of where I wanted to go. Like, I was never going to end up. I did bad shit, mm. but I never did it to us. So I knew when, like, not to go overboard. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Mm. And, bro, I was scared of my dad more than any cunt. Like, he was hard on me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, okay. So even though he was hard on you, you could tell it was coming from, you know, a good place. And good because place, of all these things have happened. At the time, yeah. when, like, when I do shit wrong and I'd have to face the consequences... Like, I hated him at the time. Mm. But as I was getting up, like, every time I was going to do something bad or was, everything was going to happen, that would be the first thought in my head. Like, mm. fuck. They that was going to bash me. <laughs> but, you know no, what I mean? Yeah. But, like, as I've gotten older now, I'm like, thank fuck. Again, again, it's but a different time, bro. I, I, I've done a lot of bad things. And that's probably thinking like that. Like, that... That saved me from a lot of things too. So mm. he was doing the right thing. Discipline was hard bro, for a lot of us like, back in the day, bro. You need discipline in your life, bro. Mm-hmm. And that's like when on all my kids, like as they're growing up, I'm going to be doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? If you don't have discipline, it's like a lot of boys that I was around and that, like if they didn't have a dad or if they did have it, like they could get, they get in trouble and nothing would happen to them when they go home. And it just keeps on escalating. Mm. Escalating. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, 100%. So it's easy to be bad, bro, yeah. when you got no one fucking... <laughs> Pumping you when you're doing something wrong. Yeah, you know facts. what I mean? Facts, you know what I mean? So, yeah, lad, like. That was young life. Mm. Yeah. You know, before you mentioned Enter, uh, yep. Schemo, so Sydney Searchers and Sesk and those type of rappers. Yeah, were, Sesk, were going bro, like, um, Stripey Pop, uh, was it Poppy Collars or Stripey Pop Collars? But, like, just, like, it wasn't, like, heaps of music that we heard from them, but it was songs that we heard. And that, like, inspired that. Like, we already Adlai's, but, like, 
like the boys that I said that were the FTA boys, they were full-time Adlays. Mm-hmm. So like their songs are mad, bro, from the area, bro. Shout outs to them, like, fuck, bro. Like back then when we used to listen to that shit, it was, it was hectic, bro. And then like you heard like Enter Skis and all that. And then I was just like the next level too. It was like, bro, there's heaps of shit that like, it helped us speak, like be able to rap like that more. It's not mm-hmm. like we weren't already Adlays, but it helped us like go down that way of like rapping like an Adelaide, you know what I mean? Mm. Are you so. proud of to do it as well? Bro, that, fuck enough, that was still it from proud. the start, 100%. Yeah, bro, like, bro, I'm a proud lad. Bro, but back in the day when I was a lad, cunts hated lads. That's mm. what I mean. Mm. Bro, like, you get jumped for being a lad, like mm-hmm. if there was big groups of people and that. But like, it like, don't get me wrong, it was the other way around too. <laughs> 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 look, we've all heard stories of yeah, lads having their own but, but like, bro, cunts used to just look at you funny. Like if you had, like, Everyone just look at you like a crim, like this and that, you know what I mean? Like, like being a lad was was a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Or a chat, that kind of think you were chatty if you are a lad, but bro, everything we were rocking was fucking... They couldn't like afford it, it to be <laughs> honest, bro. I wasn't shit, lad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. And then, but now, because all these other cunts fucking rock it too. Like people that used to hate TNs, or like talk shit about TNs, mm. you see them all rocking them these days. Mm. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Bro, so. I've never wore different shoes since I was about fucking... 11 or something that's the only and don't don't get me wrong i like other shoes but because i worn for so long bro if i put another shoe on and look down bro it doesn't suit me lad <laughs> straight up bro i look like i feel like a fuckwit bro so i just i can only wear tans hey moving on to video raps bro there was a time where you're releasing a whole lot of you know videos from your bedroom kind yeah, of thing webcam, bro. yeah yeah 100 take uh, us back to a bit around that time where they started to gain some traction online and what you were thinking at the time well the first one did straight away bro because I was dropping on Facebook way before that. Mm-hmm. And like, I used to rap in Cranebrook. We used to have a warehouse, shout outs to um, Daniel Buttergig, bro. He used to have a warehouse where he record shit. And like, so my first track was when I was 13. And um, like, I think that still gets around somewhere. I think a couple of the boys got it on their phone. But um, yeah, once, like I said, once I seen the film clips start popping up on onto YouTube, but mm-hmm. that's when I uploaded one on there. So I was already, they were already on my Facebook. Then so was your, YouTube. was your Facebook popping already? Cause I remember Facebook Not popping, was, it was just people that I knew. So okay. people from my, like my, pla- like from Cranbrook. So from Facebook times, did you have people around the area like gassing you up, getting you hype on what you're doing? Or no, you- because I was a bit like, bro, a lot of cunts didn't see the potential, bro. Mm-hmm. I can look back in it and see the potential now. Cause look what I've become. Mm-hmm. Listen, like, but you could, you ask the same cunts to, that, like, there was boys that would show love. Like, don't get me wrong, people would show me love. I think, like, but no one could see the potential because there's no one that had done it yet. Yeah, hard. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, For sure. It wasn't, and like how I was talking to she, I was just talking about going out, getting drunk, fucking wagon school every day. This, that's you, all I was talking about. I was just talking about what I was doing, bro. That's, that's your life, <laughs> You know bro. what I mean? So, yeah, and then, like, talk about my family, this and that, you know? And, um... Once I uploaded it to YouTube, like I said, it was after I seen The Highest Man, bro. As soon as I seen that, I was like, boom, how do you create a YouTube channel? But I was like, the only way that I could record, bro, was I'd play a beat. Mm-hmm. And you remember on the the Max, they used to have like the Photoshop thing, but you had like the movie thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh, iMovie, iMovie. iMovie, yeah. iMovie thing on. Yeah. But I played a beat and then played the iMovie. Oh, so it's just then, straight webcam raps you're talking about? Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, just, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Like that, bro. So with the beat, <laughs> like, and then just go upload it. I think there's like 80 something on it, but I used to do way more than that. Mm-hmm. So like I'd come home s- smashed, bro, and just fucking rap all night. My parents fucking telling me to shut up or go to bed. 
But I just rap, bro, all the time, like, and that's why that's why it turned into what it was. But like, I did a few years on webcam. Mm-hmm. There's, like, there was a few times where, um, like, had some times where I could have went to a studio and everything. I went onto that Jay Neri's radio station too mm-hmm. back in the day. Went on there, fucking can't used to talk shit, bro. Like, especially when they started getting traction. This like is what we were going to say. It. So we did hear you got a lot of, you know... Uh, got heaps of hate. Bro. Heaps of hate. What was it like? Because you were young still. What was it like sitting there looking back being like, I'm proud of what I'm putting out at that time. Yeah. And seeing all this hate come in. How'd you handle that one? Probably just sent me crazy. Yeah. Because you couldn't do nothing about it. 100%. Like, you get what I'm saying? Bro, I used to go out and cunts would... I added, So when I turned... six, Just before I turned 16 or when I did turn 16, I had a missus that lived out in... Um, like out near Manly Ways, mm-hmm. bro. So I used to catch training out there. And all these cunts, like in the private schools out there, like I'd get off at of Chatswood, bro. I'd go catch train, get off at of Chatswood. And, um, bro, I'd have heaps of cunts come up for photos and that, bro. Everyone, like, fucking sucking up my ass and that. But I feel like Eminem, lad. I was like, <laughs> yeah, this is hectic, bro. And then boom, bro, the cunts would get on Facebook after that, lad, post the photos and talk shit and that. The same ones? Same people. <laughs> Bro, so then I that turned me into like a real paranoid person, bro, and like wanting to fight cunts all the time. Like, not think even when I first started, like when when I was with Fort and that, bro, and I got like bigger, mm-hmm. I couldn't take anyone serious of if they'll like my music or not. Mm-hmm. Because from that happening, bro, it really fucked with my head. Mm-hmm. Because you'd have so many people acting like they like it and then talking shit about it. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And no one was ever really confronting me like like they would put me on the ground mm. or like talk like you get on, that never actually happened to me unless it was just one of my mates like fucking around like yeah. that that's alright but no one really come up to me and told me I was a shit cunt or wasn't they're like, doing it after on the internet you get on classic and then classic. Like, sounds like these oh, days bro. still bro yeah, these as young still. and I'm like fuck these cunts uh-huh. but people used to hit up my fucking sisters my my sisters inboxes, my mum and all that talking shit in them. But but, but it was gronks, bro. That would do it. People were like it wasn't just like you know it was like literally gronks, but I wouldn't even look at you in person. Mm. Like you get what I'm saying? Like bro. wouldn't say anything to you in person, but they were just like the biggest trolls on fucking bro. On the, how on about the TikTok internet. now? It's got the same vibe, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. you, you I don't go on it. I bro, just like scary, stay man, away, scary, man. It's a whole different world on there, right? oh But God. I just. I do up so I've got one and mm. I I'll just upload my um when I first got it I started uploading like shit that I'd post to Snapchat because yeah, I just yeah. every day when I was just writing shit and freestyle on that I'd just record stuff on my phone and post to Snapchat I started putting that onto TikTok mm. and then now I just put when I drop a video I put like the put out now video mm. just, just get it just out, out there bro the yeah. comments on TikTok are ruthless because yeah. they're like more ruthless than any other platform ever I don't. Yeah, it's too much. But anyway, I, I, I think you touched on something really important there. Just before we move on, yeah, because a lot of artists, even nowadays, if anything, like you mentioned, it's got worse. Yeah. A lot of artists, they just get in so in their head about the online comments and the online comments and the online comments. But listen to what he just said. Out of all the hate that he got when he was a fifteen-year-old kid, nobody said it to him to his face. No, no it's way. not real. All right. So 100%. if you reach a certain level of popularity or traction. People are going to say things regardless. You know what I mean? It's inevitable. No one is 100% liked. If anything, the good artists always get 
a lot of hate too. You know what I mean? Yeah, but everyone's going to get hate. Sets bro. the exactly. engagement off. But Don't your, worry. But, but, yeah, yeah, but to your point, man, it's like no one's going to say nothing to your face, bro. Like, nah, so. they're not just going to come up to you and put your say. Well, that that comment that they're putting onto your onto your shit, there's no way that comment's going to come out no there. Exactly. No, not like right. that. They they just would not bother. And like the normal person, bro, I wouldn't even bother commenting on the post. Mm. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Move on from it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Don't have Preach. to fucking go in there and talk shit. That's one like, thing. I don't, yeah. I don't know what goes through someone's head to do that, bro. I'd never do that. Like, I want to yeah. meet someone. I want to bring someone on the podcast who is a serial, yeah. like talk shit up, bro. Like, <laughs> and start, like up, get bro. into their brain and be like, what is Why it do you that do makes it? you sit there like, and hate feel, on there? They must mm. feel like a mad kind. Like, that's where they can like let their shit out, bro. Like, the shit that they don't get to do in person. Like, mm. everything they want to say in person, they get out onto the lie. internet and do it to all, the, all random cunts that they don't know. Yeah. Mm. So you mentioned that that happened when you were a 15-year-old kid and it made you a bit paranoid and I can only imagine, you know, you're 15, you're super young. So how did, at what point did you actually like get over that? Or how did you actually get over that? Well, see, to add to that, mm. I've recently found out that I have bipolar. Mm-hmm. So I'm on medications and that for that. Mm-hmm. So the paranoia like that, I was, that just would kick it off a lot more. So when I was out, I was on edge. I was ready to like, just no matter where I was, I was ready to go like, think people were staring at me because they maybe know me from the music or this and that like i've never really got over it now i'm on medication and everything i just don't nothing bothers me bro i'm just fucking real chill real sure. kick back bro and um so these days but if you all those years when like i stopped doing shows bro because a lot of things were fucking with my head mm-hmm. that's I, I stopped doing shows i've done shows for three years or maybe even a bit longer like i was turning shit down like, for ages there, I couldn't even answer my fucking inboxes and that, bro. I couldn't answer my phone for a couple of years there, bro. Like, yeah, I, I just didn't want to talk to no comment. Like, I just wanted to make music and put it out there. 100%. That, that's all I was doing, bro. That's why, like, another thing with why I didn't do interviews and that, bro. Like, I just didn't, like, I'd probably, like, take offence to something that someone was saying to me. Mm-hmm. And then end up fucking skitting out on them. But like, that shit's all sorted now, but, like, that's why I had that big break, too. Like, I quit alcohol quit port like I'm full don't do nothing no more I don't I'm just fucking bro before you go on we were going to talk about it a bit later to be honest due to your album talking about some of these subjects but the bipolar thing bro at what point did you find out you actually had it well so I always knew I had something wrong with me okay so I've always and if you can hear that in my songs all over the years even back when I was 15 if you listen to the tracks Mm -hmm. always knew I've been on drugs since I was pretty young too but it's not the drug so drugs would like I'd have to smoke pot to go back to school Mm-hmm. couldn't like I've always been a real my thoughts don't stop I'm this and that like always had pretty bad anger problems and this and that but always was like a not I'm always been a happy kind of this and that but like I'm just very moody and um and like just a quick fuse like mm-hmm. you know what I mean but um when I quit drinking because I was drinking lots bro like I, I stopped working like five years ago and then I've always been a big drinker but when I worked and everything I couldn't just drink whenever the fuck I wanted, you know what I mean? Once I was doing the music full time, bro, I just, I was drinking every fucking day, basically, the only time I wasn't, if I had a real bad hangover. And I was gambling, like, real bad, bro. Real bad. Like, if anyone was watching my stories over those years, bro, like, every single day of the week, bro, I was at the pokies. Mm-hmm. Drinking heaps, bro. That's when I got real fat. Mm-hmm. Put, I went up to, like, 106, 108 kilos, bro. Fucking biggest I've ever been in my life, bro. But don't worry, we'll get bro, into the, the, the positive side of yeah, that later. Yeah, and bro. then um, 
when my daughter was being born, I was like, I wanted to buy a house, so boom, I went straight into that. Mm. I had to go buy a house because I was like, I need to get straight into that. Mm. Quit the drinking, quit the gambling. And thank fuck, bro, we had that last... The gambling, even to this day, bro, the gambling and that still pops into my head every day to go play pokies. It's like a... It's like a fucking drug, bro. That shit it's is very hard to, like, put down, bro. Like, and, um, yeah, we had that last that last lockdown. Mm-hmm. And um, when that happened, bro, that one went for, like, four and a half, five months or whatever it was. Bro, that was a blessing. Because, I like, I, I wouldn't have... It would have been very hard to, like, to fully commit to what I was doing. So staying in the house... Yeah. Wow, that, helped. that helped. So um, my daughter was born. She was born during that lockdown. Okay. Yeah. And like I just wanted to, ch- I just wanted to quit drinking, stop gambling. Like that, bro, there was a point where I was saying to my missus, like, we just bought a house. Now I'm like, we need to go to, I want to move to Thailand for a year or two. We just bought the house. Because, you know, that gambling mm. that over there, bro. Mm. And I felt like that was that, my only way out. That's but how bad it was, bro. I'm like, I feel like I can't be around it. Like I've just got, I've got a lot of time on my hands. No one can be with me twenty four seven, so I can just sneak off and go, go do it. And then um, once I quit the drinking, bro. So you seen how everyone's seen how I lost all my weight. Mm-hmm. I was doing the gym and that. We talked about it, but, but I was. So once I quit the drinking and that, because drinking, when you with bipolar and that, like which I found out afterwards, like you, you drink a lot, you sm- like do drugs a lot. But you over you, you overindulge. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? And um same with gambling. Same with all things like that. Like you like I got risk taker on my leg for that reason, because you you're like a real risk <laughs> you take yeah. risks, bro. For sure. <laughs> and um fucking once I stopped, bro, like I wasn't sleeping, bro. I was probably sleeping three hours a night. So I'm trained, and that's why I lost my weight so quick, but I was good at the same time because I was getting I was training like hectic. But I was overtraining, bro. I went from 106 or 108 kilos down to 63 kilos. Beast. That is bro, crazy, full, bro. Like, but I was in like a full manic episode, bro. Ah, uh, is that what it was? <laughs> I was having manic episodes. Jeez. And there was no... when. I, and what was happening too is I was having my shakes, creatine and L-glucamide, 100% of them. So they can set off manic episodes. I didn't know. Mm. But all over these years, like now I know I've had heaps of these manic episodes and never knew. So you look back and you like, you can pinpoint now I, know. Each I used time? to think that people were drugging me and stuff. When I used to do shows, bro, I used to think I was getting drugged and that. Mm. Even when I'd go out on stage, bro, I was like, like I just double dunked, bro. Like flying. Like mm. that's how I felt. My voice would go in fucking half a song because I was just, I was just flying. I didn't know what it was, bro. Like, but they were manic episodes and they'd last for days, bro. Sometimes they can last up to weeks. And I, yeah, so I'm training, bro. I'm training. I'm fucking up at 3 o'clock in the morning, bro, doing hundreds of push-ups and shit that up. Mm. <laughs> like, and I'm like, when everyone's telling me I look sick and now I'm thinking, what? I've gone from being this alcoholic gambler to, to training every day and you're telling me that I'm sick. And in that last lockdown, bro, I got caught speeding um, in my car. Mm. And I had pot in my system. And I was, I got done for that. I lost my license for 16 months and I got put on a good behavior bond. And I was already on a good behavior bond. Like, I got hit hard with that because I was already on a good behavior bond the last, the year before that, that I had already broke. So it was just a big fuck, but it was a blessing at the same time, bro. Like, I needed it. And, um, fucking, 
yeah, so like I stopped all the drinking. Once I went to court and that for that, the judge actually told me that I had to go get examined for that stuff. So that was like one of my, um, oh, I forget what conditions? they call it. Yeah, conditions. What, what, what was the reasoning they asked you to do that though? Because I kept up? going to court about like, like oh, okay. for right. um, driving under the influence, um, like my speeding, Similar like this and that. So like I said, like you're like for stuff like that, you're just a bit like taking too many risks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and I kept yeah. breaking my good behaviour bonds. But the only reason that I was getting other good behaviour bonds and not going to like jail over shit is because I was paying lawyers, bro. Yeah, so yeah. I had the money to pay for lawyers and everything. And that was helping me out mm-hmm. a lot, bro. Otherwise, <laughs> I would have been fucked. But um, yeah, and then went and seen him. Straight away, my doctor, the first doctor, because it took a while to get into a... He put me straight into a psychiatrist, so I didn't even worry about going to a psychologist to... Mm-hmm. To, just after seeing me three times, my doctor said to me straight away, he goes, I think you've got bipolar. Because one time I'm there and I'm fucking in his face telling him all these things that's going on with me. And the next one, my missus is having to talk for me because I'm not wanting to talk. So, like, I was gone through him a bit. And then, yeah, so it took, it took four or five months to finally get into a psychiatrist, bro. And at that time, I was still smoking, still smoking pot because that was the only thing relaxing me. So, and I went to Bali, I think it was last year in July, and um, I quit just before I went there. That's why I was going to Bali, because I was coming back and I was finally getting on my medication. Mm-hmm. And um, when I, the day I got back from Bali, bro, I went into like probably one of the worst medic episodes I've ever had. It lasted about five days. And I was literally like, like a schizo person like they tried they wanted to put me into the mental um into the like one of the homes and that for two weeks try all these things on me but it was my daughter's birthday the week up weekend after and we'd set up a pot and i'm like nah and i'm like bro like i'm my house i've got bills to pay this now i'm not going to fucking spend time in the fucking one of those homes so they started me on low doses and all this shit and once i got it's taken a good year for everything to like well nearly a year i think it's been 10 months that i've been on it but now i just feel so much better bro and just like a lot of things that had happened since because bro like i've actually had it since i was a kid just undiagnosed undiagnosed bro bro. not knowing so like like my mum used to always think i had adhd she used to take me to and back like i don't know how i was getting turned around Like, like how they weren't like thinking i had anything in that back then so, because my mum would, all, my mum would take me to doctors since I was young, mm-hmm. and nothing had ever happened. But now, finally, and it's the bipolar disorder one, I think it's called, and that's the manic episode. So, like, yeah, you just have, you're very like through the day. I have three mood stabilizers to like just kick me back, and then have stuff to make me go to sleep. And so you're set with your medication, all of yeah, that. Now, now you know bro, what now, to do and you're just on level. Now I'm good, bro. Perfect. And I think bro. it's slowed down. But one thing, like, I can still rap fast, but now my raps are starting to be a bit slow, bro. Because I was always trying <laughs> <laughs> like, Switching up the style, bro. bro. It's all fucking, good. Nah, but it's good, bro. Like, it's the best I've ever been in my life. So bro, that's a great I'm story to happy, hear, man. Yeah. That yeah. is great. I appreciate I'm sharing, happy, man. Bro. I'm very happy. Congrats on that, to be honest, Hard, man. Because, bro. like... So many people, especially in the music industry, face you know mental health issues and stuff. Yeah. And especially in the rap scene, I feel like it's it's a huge step to one go to a doctor and then another step to take medication. So yeah. the fact that you've done that and you said it's the best of your life, I think a lot of people. Yeah, bro. This. People need to do it, especially mm. if they're going through like like I said, bro. Anyone who was going to shows with me, 
that's when I got real, like, was getting real bad because I was out of my comfort zone. I was in different states and that. I was really spinning out on people mm. all the time, bro. And being around a lot of people I don't know, I was young to everyone. I was always on edge. It was, like, sort of making me, like, tr- think I'm a, not think I'm a, like, but be, like, a hard con and this. And that. I don't like being like that, bro. Mm-hmm. Mm. But it was, like, making me into that type of person. And fucking... Like, I didn't want to be like that. But that's yeah. it, bro. It's good that the science came up. It's like everything just happened for a reason. Right, but like you know I said, it? even it just, just like up. losing my life, like everything, bro. Like every, I look back at it, bro, how everything's gone over the last two years, bro. Because I actually quit the drinking. It's been nearly two years since I quit yeah. since that last. Congrats on that too, man. No, bro, stop. So. Good changes. Good life changes, everything's bro. Everything's been good, lad. I appreciate you sharing about, yeah. so much, yeah. bro. Because, yeah, I, I, bro, I, put in, I, I'm not, I didn't put anything of it on my Instagram yeah. for sure. That's on what none I mean. of my socials so no one knew bro like only a few people like four like a few of my close friends and everyone knew Yeah, but no one else bro I didn't put anything of it out there hell yeah. yeah bro so that day when you found out you went to the doctor and he said I think you have bipolar it wasn't until the third time I seen it yeah the mm. third time so what was that feeling <clears throat> sorry what was that feeling when, when he said that was it a sense of like everything makes more sense now or was it like yeah, it was like very, like it was good. I used to always think I had a bit of schizophrenia. Mm. That's what I always thought it was. So, but that's a thing in your manic episodes, you have sort of stuff like that. Similar so, symptoms. So fast. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So like, and you think people were saying things they're not and saying things that you, like, it's just, and getting, having drugs and all, and all, like when I'd have, when I was a bit younger and having drugs, but I enjoyed them. And then as I started getting older, I started having weird episodes on them. And then everyone would be like, like, what's wrong with you, cunt? And, like, even with pot, bro, I had to quit pot, like, every, like, six months, I'd say, because once I'd get immune to pot, bro, I'd just start fucking flipping out on everyone. Mm. And then st- stop for a couple, about a month or two, then once it's out of my system, boom, start again. <laughs> and I did that for ages, bro. And I was like, but now, like, I, I just can't do any of that shit, bro. Yeah. Like, it's not going to work with my head. Like, now I know that, like... I got to stay off it. That's it. You're good. It's good because you, you learn to make the change, right? Yeah. And that's I think sharing this story as well is great for anyone who might tune in because yeah, it might be yourself, it might be your friend. You might notice your friend having little, you know, changes in themselves, like you yeah, said. Hundred percent. And you might be able to go, hey, maybe yeah. just go get yourself checked. And that's the thing, because bro, once you get sober, you realize the the drugs they taking drugs and that they do help you a bit mm-hmm. until you overdo them and then they start fucking with you even more. Yeah. But. They calm you and shit. Yeah. But once you go full sober or you try to go full sober, you will feel more crazier than you ever have been. Mm-hmm. Literally, it was like you, you just think that you, you couldn't be like this. You realise that's when I started spinning out more than I ever have. Like, and that's when the right when medication sober, comes bro, along. Like, I was bro. like, what the fuck's going yeah. on? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Sure, like, bro. what the fuck? And then, yeah, bro. So, But then, yeah, the meds. Like, obviously, that took a bit. And it's hard, bro, because like we've taken them. Probably the worst side effect is like, you gotta train. You gotta eat well. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you get fat. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I don't like about it, bro. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you're keeping but, it up, bro. Yeah, it's well, like I'm trying. Yeah. Like, it's it's. I just gotta stay motivated. You gotta stay consistent, bro. And fucking, but yeah, like that's the only one little side effect. But you can switch them up to different stuff. Yeah. And There's ways around it, bro. Yeah, there is. But bro, I'm telling anyone out there that's feels. But some people think they've got it, bro, just because they've been on a fight or got things wrong with them just because they've been on a bender and they come down and they think, i got mental health issues. But nah, if you, like, especially if you've had them for a long time, 
that's when you know like don't just think because you've been fucking smashing the drugs and you come down that you got fucking because it doesn't work like that bro like and the doctors will turn you right and you think oh fuck the doctors but like you'll know they'll know like they're not just going to turn people away like mm -hmm. if you got something if you if you're very if your mood swings are bad like shit is changing or you're flipping out on people all the time and wanting to stick to yourself and not fuck with anyone go see a doctor bro Preach, brother. Yeah. Preach, yeah. brother. It's probably the most important message right. I've had on the pod, man. 100%. Honestly, I like, love it, man. I love it. It's great to hear, yeah. man. All right. We'll go back to the raps a little bit now, man. <laughs> yeah, that, was, yeah. that was deep and I yeah, love it. Yeah, we, we, we kind of skipped a whole section <laughs> in here. <laughs> but no, perfect timing, bro. Yeah. All right. As we, sit, we were talking about the, you in the bedroom before, you know, uploading mm. the, the bedroom raps straight from your yep. webcam. What no, was actually in, the, in like where all our uh, laundry was. Yeah, the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah, and they had, uh, yeah. The we had DVDs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you look behind, but there's a cupboard with all the DVDs. In yeah. Oh. <laughs> what was the next step for you as a rapper then, bro? Upping the ante from Oh, there. so what I did was I got some, because I started working when I was 15, bro. I, yeah. I got, because um, they tried to send me to a behavior school mm -hmm. and I didn't want, my, I didn't want to do it. My parents didn't want, want me to send me there because you just get worse, bro. Mm -hmm. Especially around that age because you sort of get, you don't even fucking have to go to school with that. Like, you and know what I mean? you're surrounded by the environment. Bro, like, it just kids. makes it even worse, bro. So, um, ended up having to go do plumbing, bro. Fucking hated this shit, lad. Nah, but it was good, bro. It was a good experience, especially for when I was young. And then um, I got, I, we, I got, I brought stuff, like, to record. Mm. And then I turned the SoundCloud after that. So I started, I've got, like, fuck, I think, like, 40-something tracks on... Maybe around 40, 40 something tracks on um, SoundCloud that I made when I was. See, well, what happened was I worked from 15, then when I turned 17, I broke my leg, mm -hmm. and then I didn't work for two years. Because when I first got that stuff back when I was about 15 to record, but I didn't know how to use it all. Mm -hmm. So I just stuck to freestyle and getting drunk. But <laughs> I didn't want to, I just stopped, I like full stopped on the webcam. Just stop doing it. I think I uploaded probably like three videos over that time, like over a course of fucking like a year and a half, two years. But I didn't stop rapping and I was only getting better. But conscious, only concert was seeing that was the boys in the area. And that's when boys in the area were like seeing that was get, I was getting good. Mm -hmm. Especially when we're out fucking like at part, like when I just freestyle and this and that, bro. Like everyone knew it. like my flow, my voice had gotten better. Because when I was younger too, bro, when I'd rap, because when I rap, I go into a bit of a higher pitch these days. Mm. Like, and that's where my flow comes. It's sort of like, like back when I first started, if you listen to like LAD and all the thug and mm. that, I'm rapping like how I talk now. Because I was like not putting anything into it. No energy. So Yeah, you get what I'm saying? So my voice was like a bit deeper on those, like would sound a little bit deeper. Mm. Now these days, yeah, I just fucking always notice. That's why my voice goes a bit too when I like, when I rap at shows and that, because I'm like, Using like a high, a high pitch voice, you know what I mean? But um, but over that time when I was seventeen and that, bro, all that shit that I brought for recording, that's when I made all those tracks with SoundCloud, hey. and I went hard with it, bro. Like fucking, that's when all my fan base picked up again. So that's why when I dropped again, when I was like, when I started doing it properly with like um, like TKO and all that, that people, or oh, not even then, Nebs, bro. I did a track with Nebs when I was fifth, when I was nineteen. Mm -hmm. He hit me up. He wanted me to work with him. So I went and did a track with him because he was watching me do um, raps in my car and shit, bro. Posting them to Instagram. And he'd heard my songs on SoundCloud. And he's like, yeah, yeah, fucking, like, come come to my studio. I've got a studio at home, come work. 
did that film clip bro and that sort of like didn't get massive views but it went for that time it was mm. pretty good you know what i mean and then fucking got talked a bit of shit with that stuff and then I was like, fuck it, I'm not doing this rap shit no more. I just stick I would still rap. Like there was never I was never gonna stop rapping. Like I love music. I just wasn't gonna be putting shit out. It was just mm -hmm. I'd still make shit at home and do this and that. But I was I like I started thinking for a little bit there. That was the first time in my life since I started there, I was like, maybe this isn't gonna be what I do. You mm -hmm. get what I'm saying? Yeah. So and at the time I was a labourer and shit. And I was like, oh, I might get into buying machinery and that, try getting with this fucking... Start kick off your own business yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Mm. And then, but I, I, I said that to my mate, Chad Astaudo. I said, I was, we're having a session, bro. I said it to him, I'm like, I think now, like, the, the music's not going to happen and that. I think I'm going to get into, like, buying machinery and that. And um, he's like, yeah, 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 fucking oath. And then two weeks later, bro, he was talking to Mitchell on the internet. And Mitchell wanted him to come to a clip, and it was Mitchell's first clip that straight men, mm -hmm. straight menace no chases or whatever. Mm. And Elder's like, bro, I don't want to go. If, like, do you want to like like without anyone? And he's like, do you want to come? And at the time, bro, I was like, I don't want to go jump in the other rapper's fucking clip. Like, <laughs> like you know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah, at that yeah, time. Yeah. But then we went there and met him. I'm like, oh, I'll come. And I took my other mate Woggy with us. And um. Went met met Mitchell's bro, ended up being a mad cunt, bro. Shout out Mitchell's first yeah, of all, bro. Yeah, shout out to Mitchell's bro, straight up. And fuck, we did the clip. And being at the clip, bro, I just bring it all back to me, bro. I was like, fuck this, I'm, I'm going in at it. Fuck, you know what bro. I mean? Got all my started recording again at home. And then yeah, bro, I met four after that through Mitch. And fuck, bro, everything just kicked off from there. Like, I just went mm. went hard. Hell yeah, bro. Yeah. That was a good rapper. We, um, that was a great rapper. Yeah, once, I, once, great... I started, yeah, once I started dropping, bro, fucking, that's when all the... Everyone already knew me from back when yeah. I was 15. So that's sort of like, fuck, they're like, look at him now. Yeah, mm. look at that like, growth you know what I mean? guy, man. Straight up, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that helped. We, we actually... Uh, we, we did see, about, uh, you, you talked about that thing with mm. um, Mitchos in the Fortnite report, yeah. but also in that um, someone clipped it, Desired Os Rap, um, the YouTube is, channel, he clipped yeah, it yeah, into yeah. his little documentary oh, about yeah, you. Yeah. Shout out to him and all the work that he does. Right. Yeah. Big beast um, behind the scenes. What was it specifically about the Mitchos clip that, like you said, brought back that feeling? You know, oh, because was it I, just seeing everyone there or like? Nah, because so I did the clip with Nebs. That was my first proper film clip mm. and I was out in Cranbrook. Like, have you ever seen that clip? Yeah, but, I have, actually. Yeah, so that's out in Cranbrook, bro, and had the best fucking night, bro. Like, that was mad. And I was making an album with Nebs, actually, at the time, and shit just happened. And yeah, I was going to say, what happened to the album, bro? Yeah, nah, okay. didn't end up happening. All good. And, um, yeah, that that's, like, when I went and see Mitchell, so I was like, yeah, nah, fuck this. I can be, I'm going to, I'm going to, like, just being back in front of the camera, like, I hadn't done it. Like the last one I did was with Nebs and I was like all those years of fucking thinking, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be a rapper, I'm going to be a rapper. Then it was like two or three weeks, bro, that I was thinking, all right, this isn't going to work. And then all of a sudden, bro, I made a fucking film clip. I'm He's like, back. This is meant to, this is meant <laughs> to happen. Like you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, that's, yeah. I felt like there's no way for that to just pop up out of nowhere. And from through Eldo, the one that I was talking to about it, he was <laughs> the only person that I'd said it to. And then all of a sudden he gets hit up to go to this film clip. And I was like, boom. I'm like, nah, I'm not quick. I'm not stopping. Destiny. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Sure. And it just all shows that it was, bro. 100%. Because straight after that, lad, I just started recording again. And then, um, yeah, bro, fucking met four. I think when I met Ford, I'd already dropped a few songs, like like proper songs again. 
and already getting like a little bit of traction. And then when me and TKO dropped, obviously that's when shit went. Fuck. That was our wow. first, both of our first million views. You know what mm. I mean? You still link with TKO these days? Any, nah, any, not anymore. Any but it's, it's, it's all done. love, bro. It's all yeah, love. All good. But um, yeah, now we just went our separate ways, bro. Yeah, yeah. Do our own thing, but bro, we made classics, bro. Bro, mm. people loved it, man. Bro, straight up, lad. Loved like, it. and you got to think at that time, bro. A lot of people won't. I never see it get mentioned. The scene was dying, bro. To be it honest, was, this lad. Is, yeah. Everyone, there was no one. Bro, when we hit a million views in like 10 months or whatever. Bro, everyone, a lot of people came back to rapping after that. What year was that? Do you remember? Straight up. It was 2017. 2017. Because this yeah. is the first time that, again, I was telling him earlier that I wasn't fully in the Oz rap scene, right? Yeah. I was listening to rap in Australia, different scene. And they're the first kind of videos that I started coming across on the internet, to yeah. be honest. Because they were just, like, just blew up, bro. Yeah, mm. they were like, going everywhere. They had bro. An, everywhere. Bro, we, I think we got the first ever American reaction at that time. Okay, mm. yeah. So like, they did started doing the, that's when we first, what, anyone had seen those American reactions. But it like, it blew up on Facebook and then we, cause at that time, bro, you'd drop clips to Facebook too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, whole, the whole clip. <laughs> it was like yeah. a whole different time, like the whole clip, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah. And then go drop it to YouTube. I dropped it on my YouTube. And then, um, yeah, bro, like it just, after that, bro, everything just changed. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned um, Nebs before. Yeah. Um, so you worked with a bunch of different producers throughout your career. Nebs, uh, shout out to That's Them and Sam. Yeah. And, you know, Jimmy the Gent as well. Yeah, uh, fucking obviously shout out to Jimmy the Gent. Shout out to him, man. Stand up dude, but also crazy producer. Bro, the West Coast type beats and all that type. Mm -hmm. Like West Sydney type. I call it West Sydney type because he does it for the West Sid. But kills him, bro. Mm. He's got mad fucking beats. If anyone hasn't heard the faded West Sid remix produced by Jimmy the Gent, go check that out. <laughs> Curse our fort. All those boys are on there. So how did it feel kind of stepping into the studio with these guys that were part of some pretty like impactful legacy Sydney rap records? Oh, it was good, bro. See, like I, I'd like, I've always looked at myself, like not to be a cocky kind of this and that, but like that's why I think I, I got close with everyone because like I just, like I'd never suck up anyone's ass or never, because I didn't take it as like, oh, I'm around these mm. people or this and that. Like I've always felt like I'm on everyone's level. For <laughs> sure, bro. And it's not like, not, bro, they're fucking kings in this shit. Like no, no whatever lie, like they are. Especially like, like I said, when I got around four and all that and realized fucking how much music he has. Like that's mm. something to look up to, bro. Like. Mm -hmm. Bro, stay consistent for all this time, done so much. But like me as a person, bro, like, like I said, rap's a fucking competitive sport. So you can't really, like, you know what I mean? Like, for sure. I just feel like no matter where I am, I'm just. I'm bro, look, bro. you proved yourself, man. You know what I mean? You have, yeah. you can talk your yeah, shit. You can talk your <laughs> shit, it's man. Not, bro, it's not going there. And that's just, I feel like all rappers should feel like that. For sure. At the end of the day, that's yeah. how you should be, bro. Yeah. Like, But like, yeah, we, bro, it's hectic. Hectic. It's hectic to fucking end up becoming close with like, like Ford. Fucking, I have. I've never met Kirsch yet. No. No, nah, I never linked. With, there's been a couple of times where I've gone to, but something has already it's always come up. Okay. But it's all love for Kirsch, yeah, bro. And like, see, like, like I said before, bro. Like when I upload, he's the reason that I upload my first video to mm. YouTube. Mm -hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like from seeing that film clip and going fuck. 
I can do that. But that's what I mean. Like, even back then, I was like, I'm at that level. I can fucking do this. <laughs> but you got to have gonna, the faith in early. It's going to drop, like, yeah. go, pop off like that, bro. That's how I felt at you, that time. And you, it's crazy. But that's just, that's how I felt, bro. Like, like I said, from 13 and that, bro, I was telling everyone, you wait, I'm going to be famous. Like, right, look, and, and at that time, Come everyone's on. like, no one was fucking, no one was big at that time. And they're like, I think, like, yeah, you're blissing ass, I was in that, but mm. didn't, no one, all of my boys, bro, all we listened to was, like, American rap. Um, yeah, Amen, so, it, yeah, and yeah, so and so they were like, wow, he was big from Australia. I'm like, well, I'm gonna be the first one. <laughs> you <laughs> gotta like, have the bro. faith, bro. and that's you just how I was, bro. And that's and anyone that knows me knows that that's that's how I was, bro. And that's why I feel like it's happened how it is. And yeah. I've still got so much ahead of me, bro. Yeah, straight up, bro. Look, well, you talked about a lot of the stuff you've done. You've released a lot of your own projects, a lot yeah. of group projects. Yeah, probably best time to talk about your new project, Independent, yeah. out now. Know. Run that shit up. Number lads. one on iTunes charts for a few days. I don't yeah, know if yeah, it's yeah. still going. I think it's on number two at the I moment. Still oh. three or four days, whatever. Someone's taking over, lads. Run that shit up. <laughs> on the pod, we always talk about what it means to be independent artists. You've taken it quite literally. You got the album name. You got the pictures on the cover. Yeah. You're doing yeah. absolutely everything. <laughs> And we see it all the yeah, time. Yeah, did you like the, the how I did the, the front cover? <laughs> bro, yeah, so everything crazy, you bro. got, you folding the merch, I think. Oh, you're I on the Yeah, well, I did it. So I did it. This is how it's like meant to be. Like, yeah. I thought it would look mad, bro. I come up with one night when I stand, like, I was like, what can I do for it, bro? Yeah. I'm looking at the table and I'm like, I'm my own boss. Facts. So I'm paying myself. Facts. Then putting the money into the music. Facts. And, putting, and then getting the merch and sending the merch off, lad. So, like, that's why it goes around the table like that. So it's yeah. like me paying myself. Chucking the money into the music and then fucking get a merch. Full all circle. Tell us how you became this one man machine, bro, because you're literally doing everything yourself by the looks of it. Bro, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, like, uh, watching, even when I first started doing shows and everything, Fort had a lot of, mm-hmm. um, like, he had his bongs and all this and that. Mm. He was making shirts and all that. So even just seeing him, like, like Fort showed me a, a, a lot of ways too how to make, like, how to. When we did that organised rhyme album, mm-hmm. like we went through CD Baby. As soon as I seen you could go through CD Baby and distribute your music, I was like, boom, Let's go. take that idea. Boom, fucking like seeing him do shit too, bro. Like I sort of like seen his like picked up game from Fort with that. Mm-hmm. But like, <clears throat> like so with my merch and everything, like oh, we don't get from nothing from the same people and everything. But like I sort of went my way, but I just seen what he was doing and I was like, boom, I'm going to do that, do this. Because it's the best way to make money, I see it, bro. The hustle behind it. It's not just putting out the music. There's everything into it. The merch, bro. We are talking about the merch earlier, man. Well, you mentioned Fort, and I remember like... He used to have the merch at the shows because no one else really... Like, the shows I was going to, no one else had merch. Yeah, well, Fort had the merch, and then he had the the scales. He had the Yeah, that's what I mean. He had the sex pills. He had all sorts of He had sex pills? I missed the sex pills. He had the sex pills, bro. Yeah, so see, bro, like, that. seeing that, bro, that made me... Yeah, fucking I forgot to get some merch, and she made... Like, he would say to two on the two was like why don't you just get something for me and then um yeah bro so i just went one, all, i went all out with it bro i started buying in bulk that's what i was gonna say <laughs> bro, one thing i started is, buying in bulk <laughs> mate, bro one thing you do different is everything is custom bro yeah it's not yeah. like well from what i see it's not like you just go get the blank shirts which is what most people do for yeah. merch it's, it's not frowned upon it's yeah. normal but yours is like a whole ass clothing line bro you yeah well that's because i want to be able to rock it myself 100 mm. percent. so i wanted like adelaide shit bro mm-hmm. so that's why i made all the shorts i've made heaps of different pairs of shorts which i was rapper got shorts bro Huh? I said, which Oz rapper got shorts, bro? Yeah. Nah. Right, <laughs> no. and I, I rock them like mine, bro. It's 100%. not until you look at the name and realise it's curvy on there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, and like, yeah, like I wanted merch that I could, w- would wear. Mm-hmm. Not just like buying like some cheap shit that fucking to quickly chuck out there. Yeah. 
And yeah, bro, that's why. Every like literally, bro. Like I've rocked all my shit, bro. That's bro. It's dope, bro. And like <laughs> we're proud of it, lad. I'm fucking making they look mad. Who like just to be walk. Sometimes I just look at my like I'll be kicking back and I'll just see my name on my pants and that, bro. I'm like fucking no, because fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like I've always rocked short shorts, bro. Like always yeah. like Nordica, Lacoste, fucking Gant, this and that. So to have my own ones, mm. yeah. and bro, they're exactly the the way they feel. Everything's mm. exactly the same as what like you don't realize until you look at it that you're wearing different mm. shorts. So if you're oh, get it, Kev, what are you gonna say? I was gonna say artists, if you if you're not willing to wear your own merch. Get some better designs. Chuck it Listen out. Ah, straight Start up. fresh. Start <laughs> fresh. Yeah, just make, like, guess shit that you would rock, bro. And that's, people got, like, everyone, what I noticed too, bro, is everyone used to ask, oh, where do you shop? And same thing with, like, TNs and, like, a lot of people, like, like what you dress, like your fans and that. Like, of course. They love your style, this and that. Sometimes it used to piss me off because that's <laughs> all they wanted to fucking see. Oh, let me, like, get on a live. They're like, show me your TNs, Kobe. <laughs> I'm like, fucking go play one of my songs, guy. There's <laughs> 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 a message here. Stream Curvy, buy yeah, merch. What, what's, your, what's your website, bro? Uh, that kid Curvy, Big Cuts. Uh, at big Cuts. Cop it if you're listening in, bro. Cop it. Yeah. Um, big, and, and to the rappers and all that, instead of paying for Shopify, go to Big Cartel, lad. It's cheaper. <laughs> there we go. Cheap sign-up fees. It's heaps cheaper, cheaper, lad. Heaps cheaper, bro. And you got your own website. After the naming the album Independent, bro, yeah. opening track, fuck the labels, bro. Mm. Pretty self-explanatory <laughs> there. There's yep. obviously been a lot of uh, uh, label interest in the underground younger artists in yeah, Australia. Yeah, well, like, it's, this is the thing too. Like, I've had, I've had meetings with labels. Mm -hmm. And all over these years, bro, I've always had fucking things said to me, got my hopes up, mm. and it's backfired. But it's backfired for a reason, bro. Cause I can do it by myself, but like if I look back on things when if I would have took some shit or done this and that, like it wouldn't have worked out as good as it is right now. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't meant to happen at that time. Yeah. But yeah, like so it's like that's an, like I got nothing against people that are on labels. I can just talk my shit about it because I'm just representing being independent. Facts. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Anyone that's on a label and doing their thing and making money, bro, congrats. Mm -hmm. But I'm independent so I'm just like fuck you cunts like, have you had any Nipsey and this Sorry. and that bro like when if you're independent you're gonna represent that aren't you mm -hmm. you know what I mean and yeah like so that's that's just like being a lad bro I represent that like uh, like anything that I am in my music I'm gonna represent that sure. so do bro. it to the max also on the song bro um, you, I don't I don't know but there's a little bar about inflated views right I think it's yeah. on the hook Bro, can you notice it as much as me? Because I can see this on a lot of rappers' pages. In a lot of rappers. Of views, this is how I see it. Right. You get put in. You get put into big playlists. Ah, uh, okay, okay. And I've been not going to say from who. Yeah, yeah. But my first time being into a meeting. Okay. That was how it was going to help me. Mm-hmm. Getting put into the playlists. Fair. And bro, bro, like I got nothing against it. Of course, I'm bro. Talk my shit. Yeah, facts. Uh, mine's all organic, bro. Hundred percent. Every view, every. It's all, I just post it and see how the cunt goes, bro. That's the, bro <laughs> if, you, if you can organically. Like, like I said, like, I'm just talking my shit. I don't have, I don't have nothing against the cunts that are fucking do, on there. Bro, if the, the money's bro, coming and, in, and go for And the same gold. thing, bro, it's not cheap to be a rapper, bro. Not everyone can do it, lad. Not everyone can go buy, buy bulk merch, pay for a fucking whole album by itself, plus mm -hmm. get all the film clips done, mm -hmm. pay for engineering, fucking pay for the studio time. 
pay for fucking like bro it costs money like Facts, bro. that's why my first few years later i did it as cheap as i could mm-hmm. but i was lucky that i was still getting all the views and everything mm. it's like over this one i went hard out in like for compared to my other ones yeah, like yeah. I, I did everything proper same with the clips and that like I, I just paid a bit i paid more i wanted everything to look a bit better you know cool. what i mean because i've done it like it's time now yeah all so, right and, yeah. I, and i wanted to show that i can with on my own dosh lad mm-hmm. i can keep up preach bro independent mm-hmm. hustle let's go and one of the big singles from the project we talked about a bit before hit the road jack yep um so i really like what you did there because you took you know a very familiar song that you know is ingrained into into popular culture worldwide yeah and you flipped it into a song about sobriety yep um, who came up with the concept for that? And was it hard to like actually execute it into a rap song? Cause you know, it nah, so like same thing, bro. So I just buy beats lad, and I just kick back in the room and write. Mm-hmm. So there's no one with me when I write. Mm-hmm. So I'm just at home in my studio, lad. And I just come, I write raps all the time. So bro, I did not even think that was going to be a big track. And that wasn't meant to be the first one I dropped off the album. I just got fucked around with the first clip and that one ended up being the... <laughs> Destiny again. Which <laughs> is how it happened. And like, because I felt like, because I liked the song. It's a, it's a mad song, fucking oath. But um, I just felt like I didn't go as fast or like flowy in it as I could. And the, the, what I didn't like is the verses were very short. Mm-hmm. Compared to my normal tracks. Like I didn't get to say as much as I could usually. But the beat... Like it all now. I listen back to it. It's connecting. Like the like energy it. that ties that yeah. track together, bro. It's, I'm keen to see it live. To be honest, mad, man. Bro. It's fu- It's a mad track. And um, but yeah, like bro, I just I quit drinking as soon as I heard the hit the road, Jack. Well, what when I quit drinking, Jack Daniels was my main drink. So that's all. I, and I, if you listen to every fucking song since I blew up, it's talking about JDs. Mm. So <clears throat> that was like the devil for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jack Daniels, bro. So hit the road, Jack was. To me, hit like telling Jack Daniels like "fuck you," like sure giving up Jack the JDs. So mm. that's why once I once I heard like when I did first hear the beat and I said and I heard the hit the road Jack, I was like, "boom, I'm gonna make like write about quitting Jack Daniels." Mm. And then it just bro, I wrote the song in fucking like ten fuck ten fifteen minutes because like I said, quick verses, bro. Mm-hmm. So it was easy as fuck. Yeah. That's why I didn't think because in my other tracks, some of my songs, bro, you gotta listen to them a hundred times before you get it. Mm-hmm. I go very into like poetical with some of my shit, so like it's, it's not like you can, you're not just gonna hear it once or twice and get every bar. And sometimes like every bar is a bar, even if you're thinking that it's not. Mm. Like you get what I'm saying? Yeah, Where with back. that one, I just was like straight words, just like straight up, like so, mm. but. Fuck, cunts loved it, bro. Hard, yeah. bro. Mad, I was going to say, even if the verses are short, it seems to have a big impact yeah, on, on your audience because if you go on the YouTube people. comment section for the track, there's a lot of people, you know, saying, thank you for making this song because, you know, I'm, you know, two months off the grog yeah, or I'm three months that. off the grog. So how did it feel seeing that, you know, after going through your own journey and then seeing that you've had that impact on your fans, especially in a genre, you know, like, let, let's admit it, you know, especially in hip hop where excessive drinking and stuff, it's, it's, it's pretty normalized, you no, know? Uh, yeah, 100%. Bro, it's good to see. I think, I think like a lot of people, bro, are um, everyone's facing shit, bro. Like in life, especially like everyone's going through shit, bro. So, and this day, like, dr- like you said, drinking, bro, is just everyone does it. Mm-hmm. They f- people feel like drinking is not that bad until you're in a bad position with it. You know what I mean? If you can only, if you're only drinking on the weekends, bro, it's not that bad. Like it's once it gets into the week and then you fucking, you can't go without drinking. 
Well, you need to get it's, bro. It's like a drug. Like it's literally like you just need to get like feel, or you need to be drunk to feel like you're yourself. Like, bro, I hadn't been on a live in two years. I went on when I dropped the album the other day, Independent. Because, bro, I feel like a fuckwit talking to myself, like looking mm. into the screen and talking on the phone. Yeah. I literally can't do it. When I was drunk, bro, I didn't not give a <laughs> <laughs> I was on an auditorium, bro. But now, like, I, I can't do it. That's where I'm, bro, I'm even like socializing. Like, I'm, I'm still learning all that again. That changes everything, bro. I know for myself, sober, even, when, yeah. even when I go out, I'm very accustomed to having a drink in my hand, bro. I have to. I've switched it up sometimes now because I have to be out so often yeah. using Red Bulls, which yeah. probably also isn't great for me in my heart. Yeah. But it's hard, bro. It nah, is. It is, bro. 100%. Especially after lockdowns as well. It's like everyone's learning how to actually be in a space with 500 other people again. Yeah. Facts. And you're trying to be sober. It's like, fuck. Yeah, no, nah, bro. I'm, I'm like a bit nervous because doing the shows has been my first time doing them, like, not drunk. Yeah, you're gonna but, run it, bro. Oh, bro, I know. Bro. Like, I, I, like I'll do good. Like, but yeah, there's a bit of nerves. But like, like I said, like even with the drinking, bro. Like, I'll have the occasional. I'll never drink a Jack Daniels again. Mm-hmm. But like, I've got nothing against drinking. Like I said, if you can just do it, there's nothing wrong with drinking. It's like with anything, bro. Like, one's too many, a thousand's not enough, bro. Like, you, you, if you're overdoing it, get away from it. But like, at like. Every now and again, I might have the couple Alizés because they don't do fuck all to me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like drinking lolly water. Like lolly water, bro. So, like, if I'm in, if there's something going on, I've, like, and if I want to have a cup, like, because there's nothing wrong with, like, to anyone out there, like, if you like drinking and you, you only do it every now and again, fucking no, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just if you've got addiction, if you've got an addictive personality, bro, things are just a bit harder Facts. than a normal person, you know what I mean? You obviously in the song also talked about quitting due to your partner, your family, stuff yeah. like that. Was there a, a specific moment or it was just like, nah, it's time to get rid of this habit? Um, On top of obviously what you were talking when about. I when I was buying the out. house, like like I said, bro, I'd, I was a massive gambler. Mm-hmm. And because I was drinking every day, like I could never mention how much money I was spending, but mm-hmm. fuck me dead, bro. Going crazy. Yeah, yeah. Like the normal person would fucking... I'd cry. Make themselves over it, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you, bro. Like, don't get me wrong. I was having massive. Oh, also winning, but mm-hmm. for a while there, bro. Like, I thought I was a professional gambler. Mm-hmm. I thought I was living <laughs> off it, bro. <laughs> that was my hobby, lad. I swear, that, that's how bad it got. And because I was drinking, and once I bought the house and everything, bro. So obviously, you buy a house, that money that will drop a little bit because mm-hmm. you've just spent a massive big bit of it, and then I'm still trying to fucking play the pokies. So after I brought the house, I was still drinking because I like drinking and still playing because it wasn't just something I could just hit. Like I said, once I um, we had that lockdown, that's what saved me. Okay. Because I went from every day to oh, I'll just do it twice a week once once we brought the house. Yeah, hundred percent. And um, we hadn't moved in yet, and we still had like still had to pay some stamp duty and that when I got closer. Um, but I was just still spending when I'd go there. I'd spend massive amounts i'd only go twice a week but i was spending fucking huge amounts each time like it just yeah it was bad bro like that's why i started saying like i think i've got to move to thailand yeah 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 so it was, <laughs> so it was that's the how focus. bad it got i was yeah. like Crazy. i need to get out of the country and go somewhere where they're not allowed to gamble and i might be all right and like that's how bad it got bro like it's crazy that you can even think that it can get to that like i remember starting off 
playing back when I didn't play at first when I was 18 because mm. I'd just go out and get dr- like drinking and didn't bother me to go on the pokies. And then I started off playing like 50 cent bets and yeah. not going over a dollar. And then it turned into what it turned into, bro. Yeah. Like, so in the end, quitting just helped with everything all around. Your yeah, life bro. came the gambling, supplying yep. for the house, family was better off. It's good that you made the choice to do it, bro. Yeah, That's I it. Yeah. a better person. Hundred percent. On top of quitting drinking, what comes with it? With a lot of people, is uh, you know healthy, healthy body, healthy. Obviously, your weight loss. We talked about it before. Was crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was gonna ask a bit into your, you know, a bit of your journey of losing it, but obviously yeah. you were saying it was due to your little episode. You might. Well, I went so time. bad, but yeah. also like I do, fa- I do fasting in that too. Okay. So I do that. Uh, I do that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like I'm back doing that now. I stopped it for a while. Yeah. Just to get, because I was at 63, but. It was hard for me to put muscle, like it was just hard to build up any size from the 63. Yeah. So what I did is I um stopped my fasting for a while. I'm back up to 82 kilos. Cool. Bro, and then man. now I'm back fasting and just keep it around there, bro. I'm not I'm not going back down to <laughs> healthy weight, bro. Yeah, it was like my bo- like bro, I felt like a feather. I had mm. never been that light since I was a prop. 63 kilos was probably back when I was like. 10 or something, 9. Yeah, straight up. Because I was, a, like I said, I was a big kid, bro. Yeah. So we talked about independent. You're going to be taking it on the road very soon. You yep. mentioned before, first July, show in a couple July, of years. July, uh, the first show is in July 8th in Queensland. Mm-hmm. And then the rest, like I can't remember them all off my heart. <laughs> That's all right. Check they're, the flyer. They're on the Insta. Yeah, they're the on the Insta. But yeah. And um, I've also got a show with Husky and um, Husky and Four in, on June 3rd, I think it is, in Sydney. Mm. That'll just be like my older tracks. I'm not doing my newest shit there. But just just make sure if... Oh, that's already sold out, so I don't know why I'm mentioning that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, that'd be a mad night. Try and sneak in is what it is. <laughs> yeah, bro. But yeah, no, nah, I'm keen for that too. Yeah, I seen two loco on that lineup as well. That's a big lineup in Sydney. Yeah, fucking um, So what can fans expect um, at your own headline shows, aside from, you know, the new material? What's the... What's the comeback, live comeback for Curvy look like? Just fucking to see me out again. Mm-hmm. But no one's seen me. Really, like, for it's been three, over three years since I did shows. And when I was, I think I only did the last year, like, I think it was 2020, I'd only done one or two shows and they were just small shows. I was turning down a lot of things. Like, I'd see people hit me up for stuff and I'd either not open the messages or, or not open the emails or never reply mm. i just like like i said bro i was just in my own world i didn't want to associate with anyone i just wanted to i was happy making the music i was making money i was fucking doing what i wanted mm-hmm. and um that was it bro I just and it, <laughs> but look it leads you to this moment you got the album out you're going your first national headline tour yeah, bro, bro, perfect timing yeah perfect timing. and that's the thing too i never i never done a um i had dropped all these projects but i'd never done my own album tour mm-hmm. so it was time and it goes Definitely with the title time. so well, bro. Yeah, independent, independent no. tour. Keep yeah, going. No, hey, real quick, before we end up, you obviously taken Ford on tour with you. We just spoke yeah, about Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your relationship like with Ford, man? Because he's obviously been around Good, for a long bro. minute. Good, he's, bro, I've got enough of my love for Ford. Yeah. He's helped me a lot in it. See, like, I've never had a manager or anything in this game, but closest. See, if anyone wanted to hit me up, they hit up Ford because, like I said, I wouldn't open, I wasn't. You know what's funny? Associating with anyone. I so hit up Ford. Ford hit me up and he'd be like, oh, I'll get to him. And I'm like, then he'd hit me up. I'll be like, nah, bro. Well, well thank you things. because I hit up Ford for this interview. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I was messaging. I'm like, this car, where's he at, bro? I hit up Ford. He's like, yeah, one second. You're in the inbox. You're back. So shout out Ford. 
for getting us here right now, too. You know, well, I, don't, I think I might have just seen that. Like, yeah. Because I, 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 I don't oh, think he hit me that. up this time. But he said to me when I was with him the other day, he's like, <laughs> he hit me up, too. Oh, there we but, go. Um, oh, even better, bro. But yeah, bro, like, it's nothing but love for full, bro. Like, not just out of music, bro, like, we're boy, like, mm -hmm. we're mates. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we don't, it's not, we don't just always link up for music. Mm -hmm. Like, we just link up, catch up, like, kick back. Like, he's a mad cunt. Fucking nice, so. bro. Hey, also, uh, we forgot to do this before, but, you know, you just gave a big shout out to Fort. Yeah. We have a segment on the show uh, where, where we uh, get artists to co-sign, someone who's underrated, someone who's coming up, someone that the audience might not know about. Is there anyone on the podcast now that you want to co-sign? Um... I want to be a bad cunt and say that I don't really listen to everybody. <laughs> Bro, look, if it happens, it happens. Um, but, um, nah, I'd, like, because I don't really, I try not to listen to people in the scene only because I don't want to copy anything or go like that. No, but, like, don't get me wrong, like, stuff will pop up and I'll have a quick sass, but I just mean, like, I don't focus on, like, listening to mm. everyone's shit. But I'll shout out one of my boys, uh, Bryson LaClaudia. He's He's been rapping for a fair few years, bro, and he's, he's a good mate of mine, bro. I've known him since we were young. And he, like, bro, he drops shit and no one sees it. No one watches. So it's time for him to Bryce go. Bryson LeClaudier? So. Yeah, Bryson LeClaudier. Bryson so. LeClaudier. Shout out to him. Let's suss it. Go All right, suss. brother, before we leave, is there anything you want to leave for people listening in, people watching out on YouTube that you want to say before we take off, man? Just get keen for even more music to drop. Let's go. I'm ready to go hard. So. Let's go. Well, man, appreciate you coming through. First proper interview. Yeah, you know what I mean? No, Thank no. you for coming through. No worries, it's bro. Take Flight, 24 Karat Kev, Kid Kirby. Much love, much Your love. Your boy Wings, we out. <laughs>